Tier. Hey, I'm going to do a real quick video on some interesting trade rumors and some general discussions today. We're going to talk about Donald Parham, Brandon Fajoko, an interesting free agent signing that just popped up today, and our running back, Austin Eckler. So, guys, let's get into it. All right, folks, as you can tell, still have a bit of a raspy voice, still not 100%, but uh, let's get through this information, talk a little bit about the Chargers, what's going on, what we should expect. Cool thing about all these conversations, it's really going to give us an idea of where this team is going to be going as far as the draft is concerned, also free agency. And we're going to talk about a free agent signing that we might be getting signed up here pretty quick. So let's get into it, guys. So let's first talk about Donald Parham and Brandon Fajoko. This one kind of breaks my heart. I love both of these guys, but it looks to me like we're not agreeing to terms on either one of them, which is a little bit... It's frustrating, right? It's frustrating. But I think it says two things, right? One, first of all, with Donald Parham, let's talk about him specifically. Again, he was not able to stay healthy on the field. Um, his production wasn't quite there, but his production was there when he was on the field, right? So the problem is, you know, this is also a very tight or very deep tight end class, right? And, you know, again, I do believe that we're probably going to get a tight end um, at some point in this draft. So it's one of those things where you have to ask yourself this question, right? Do we need Donald Parham? The answer is probably no. And that kind of breaks my heart. But again, this is part of the business. And so, again, um, you know, his injuries, all these different things. I mean, again, in three seasons, Parham registered 15 total starts, 479 receiving yards and seven total touchdowns. You know, that's three seasons, guys, right? That's a lot, right? So, again, I, I do see him walking, which is sad. But then, again, you got Brendan Fajoko, who really was a guy that came in and, and helped us a lot last season and just a great overall team guy. It's pretty tough. Um, but he will be testing the open market. So we'll see what happens with him. I really do hope that he tests the market and comes back uh, to his senses and the charters can resign him. I really do want to see him back with this team next year specifically. So again, we'll, we'll see what happens, but you know, again, it's something for us to discuss. Um, let's go into the next piece, right? This one's pretty interesting. Um, the charters are definitely expecting to pursue safety. John Johnson He's a little bit older, but um, you know, again, uh, Brandon Staley is familiar with him, right? So again, you know, Jeremy Fowler has brought this up that, you know, we're looking at, you know, pursuing uh, safety, John Johnson. Now, again, he's a fantastic safety. Um, this also says one thing too, that we're probably not going to re-sign Nas Adderley. We all kind of knew that anyways, but at the end of the day, it gives us, a, it gives us really a path to what we're probably going to do um, in filling those holes, right? It, so he'll probably be playing quite a bit behind. Uh, you know, with Derwin James, which would be absolutely amazing. It's an incredible backfield, which would definitely help our team because he's a much better tackler. Um, and then again, we'll have depth with, uh, you know, Louis Gilman and also JT Woods, who, again, saw some limited play time next season. So, or last season, I should say. Um, but he was released by the Browns. Um, it will be interesting to see how much money uh, we will have um, available for him uh, in a signing. But again, Johnson played under Stanley 2020. Um, he did venture coordinator for the Rams last year. Johnson was primary call, play caller for Saley's uh, defense where he had his best can, campaign yet. So, you know, I, I really do think that, you know, look, I think this is definitely something that could work out. But again, uh, PFF is saying contract should be one year, 5.5 million. So we'll see what happens. I mean, who knows? Um, you know, this is the time that a lot of projection comes out where people, okay, well, who's going to move here? Who's going to go where? But I do think that it would be awesome if we got someone like a John Johnson and not only for him coming here to help this team, because of this team, again, the charters have essentially doubled down from last season, right? We already, we already picked up a lot of players. 
uh, in free agency, right? And we spent a lot of money on Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, so on and so forth. But we get John Johnson in the backfield with Derwin James, J.C. Jackson, Mike Davis. Guys, if we could stay healthy, our defense will be so much more improved than it was last year, right? And, again, if we can keep our line going well. We already talked about Fajoko. Again, if we could get him back somehow, maybe make it work financially for us, um, we could be a very dangerous defense. And, again, when you really think about the defense in the NFL now, I mean, a lot of people talk about you need amazing defensive players, you need amazing defensive players. The problem is you're not going to stop teams like the, you know, uh, the Chiefs or the Eagles. They're going to score points, right? And so the reality for the defense is, hey, try and get three or four stops for us, right? Because our offense is going to match pound for pound what the other team is going to be doing, right? So, you know, if we can score 28 points a game, you know, that's the defense now in the NFL, guys. You're just trying to get one or two stops, try and get one or two stops. That's the whole point of Brandon Staley running light boxes. So people like John Johnson can get interceptions. Uh, Derwin James can move up to the box, get sacks or play man on tight end, so on and so forth. You're just trying to get a few stops. And so it's really interesting to see, um, you know, how this is playing out. I could see this happening. We already know we're not going to get Nas Adderley back there, but it's going to be, you know, a spicy conversation. So let's get into the heart of the matter, you know, why you guys really are here, what, why, you know, we really want to discuss uh, today's conversation. It's all over Twitter. There's tweets, all the above, right? Our boy, Austin Eckler, is wanting to explore trade options. Now, it's something my brother James um, talked about quite a bit. Uh, you know, I think a video was last week. I think it was Monday or Tuesday of last week, how we talked about we should trade away Austin Eckler. Again, I don't think anybody really wants to see Austin Eckler traded. I personally don't. I think he's an absolutely fantastic running back. Well, he's really not a running back. I think he's – I always consider him more of like a flex or some sort of hybrid running back wide receiver, especially the amount of catches he had last season. But, again, the man scored almost 40 touchdowns in two years in a row, right? His value was extremely high. Now, think about this for a second, guys. Um, again, they tried to make an extension happen. did not work, Okay. I think Austin Eckler got frustrated because all this money was freed up. And then guess what? Sorry, we don't want to extend you, Eckler. The problem is, is Austin Eckler is going to be 28 when the season starts. He's a running back. He's smallish. These are tough decisions, guys, right? Agree or disagree with them. They are hard decisions to be made, right? And teams have to make decisions, not for the moment, but for the long term. And right now, is Austin Eckler the long-term solution? The answer is no. A lot of people kept talking about B. John Robinson. Again, up to this point, up to this exact situation, I thought B. John Robinson, there's no way it was going to happen. No way. But at the end of the day, guys, you have to ask yourself this question. It's probably going to happen. Again, Eckler will be 28. There could be a shot that we go after someone like a B. John Robinson. What if we trade him off? Let's say we get a first-round pick and a second-round pick next year. Or maybe a second-round pick, a third-round pick, and another third-round pick next year. And then we maybe get like a linebacker or a backup offensive lineman or a good rookie offensive lineman, you know, those types of trades make sense, right? Because Austin Eckler still has a lot of gas in the tank. We all know that. But the problem is guys, at the end of the day, he's a smallish back injuries do happen. And uh, you know, it will be really interesting to see how he plays out um, in this trade. Look, there's a lot of money out there. Um, everything I saw talked quite a bit about, um, you know, uh, the, the, the Bengals potentially going after him, uh, the Bears potentially going after him. Uh, and you know, these are all things that could really happen, right? And the Bears have a lot of draft picks, right? So there's a lot of things that can happen with 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 him in the open market. And again, Eckler, what an amazing value, right? Whatever happens with Austin Eckler, I promise you he'll make more money if he goes to another team. We all know that. But the problem is I'm sure he's just frustrated that he's seeing all this money freed up 
and none of it's going back to him because, you know, again, he's sacrificing his body. He's a businessman, right? You know, players have to make decisions around business decisions. You've got to get as much money as you possibly can. You've got to pay your agent to pay, to pay taxes, right? So not all of this money that the $24.5 million contract actually goes to Austin Eckler. He'd probably be lucky if half of it went there with taxes and everything else. So it's one of those situations where I promise you he's trying to figure his life out. He knows football is not going to be the longest-term answer for him. Um, but again, 28, maybe got two years of really good football left in front of him, and that's kind of where it sits. Now, again, uh, again, Eckler's been one of the best and most productive running backs in the league for years, right? And, and again, he's he's just absolutely amazing. I think he had, what, 108 catches, something like last, last year, 107 receptions. Fifth. Fifth, I mean, just the guy's just amazingly prolific, right? But again, you have to also ask yourself this question too: that that Austin Eckler is also in a very crowded running back room. You got Joshua Kelly, who's I think arguably a very good running back, just hasn't had an opportunity. And we didn't even see Isaiah Spiller last year. I was watching Chargers Weekly just uh, you know a couple of days ago, and Isaiah Spiller is absolutely fantastic, right? But we never even saw him last year. I know there were some conversations around him blocking the the rusher and a few other things like that. But I mean, what, was that really what was keeping him back from being a running back in the NFL? So you, you, you really have to ask yourself this question. Um, you know, has he, is he, is he bad? Is, or is he not have an opportunity to, to prove himself? Right. So, so look, I, I, I personally, personally believe that these two guys right here could carry the load in a, in a running formation or, or a running capacity if we were to trade off Austin Eckler, even if we don't get a B. John Robinson, right? I think Josh Kelly, you know, he, he can go out there and get that money, right? I think Isaiah Spiller has a lot to prove. Again, remember, Isaiah Spiller was the youngest player in the draft last year, the youngest. I think he was 18, I believe, when he was drafted. So when you see a guy like Isaiah Spiller, who still is raw, has a lot of talent, but just haven't been given an ability to do it, this makes a lot of sense. So, so let me wrap up really quickly here and and give you my final thoughts. Look, at the end of the day, this is a business, right? You you, you see moves like this. Unfortunately, Voco might not be here. Parham most likely, most definitely would not be here. Um, again, I think we're probably going to get safety. We're probably going to let Nas Adderley go. Eckler, guys, what do you think? What what do you think a fair trade is for Eckler? Right? I mean, to me, if we got a first and maybe a second, maybe this year, next year. Um, and then maybe a third and then maybe some other running back or, or some sort of offensive lineman or some other hole that we need, maybe a safety for that matter. What do you guys think would be an equitable trade uh, for, for releasing or trading Austin Eckler? You know, I think bottom line, this is where, again, fans can get very frustrated because some of their favorite players are not available and are going to get moved on. But at the end of the day, guys, Andrew, Bolt Bros, see you guys in the next one.